The Holy Gospel, according to St. Matthew, the 24th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the disciples, About that day and hour no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving and marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away, so too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field, one will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together, one will be taken and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Thank you for helping decorate the trees today. Did you have fun? I did too. That was a lot of fun. And thank you for your singing too. I enjoy what you all do. Does anyone know what church season it is? Close. Begins with an A. It's right on the tip of your tongues, isn't it? It's Advent. Advent. Advent is when we prepare for the things about Christmas. It's when we prepare about uh, Jesus coming. It's when we prepare about what God is going to do. It's when we prepare to look for light when it's dark. We prepare in Advent. Have you ever prepared anything before? Yeah. Eggs for breakfast. You prepared eggs for breakfast. You made them, right? Now, because in order to sit down and have breakfast, you need to prepare. You need to make the eggs. Yeah. What else? A birthday party. A birthday party. That's right. So if you want to have a birthday party, you make plans. You go around and you might buy some decorations or maybe a gift for the birthday person. Yeah. Some balloons. Streamers. We prepare. So for, for this, for Advent, we do a different kind of preparing. We try to prepare our hearts and our minds for what God is going to do. Do you see this? 
Yeah, it's a star. It kind of looks like a star when you look at it from the top, doesn't it? See that? Yeah. Kind of looks like a star. Well, on this star, there is a little prayer written for every day. And this prayer helps us prepare our hearts and our minds every day of Advent, all the way until Christmas. So there's 24 of them. Did you know there's only 24, some, 24 25 days till Christmas? I know. It's coming quick. The days are quick. And on here, there's a question for you. Every single day, from now until Advent. Now, these aren't like homework questions. These are fun questions. Like, for example, one of them is, name someone you love to see every day. Your mom and dad. Who else? Your bunny. Who else? Yeah. Mom and dad. Yeah. Your dog? I bet there's lots. Every day of Advent, there's a question kind of like that where we talk about things that are about our hearts and things on our minds. So here's what I'm going to do. In order to prepare, I'm going to give you each, each one of these, each one of you, one of these, a sheet and a star. And you can take it home, and it can be yours, and you can do it every day, or you can do it every other day, or you could do it like three times, whatever. But ask your parents to help you. Ask your parents to help you, and we'll keep trying to prepare our hearts and our minds for what God is going to be doing. Does that make sense? All right. Who would like one? All right. There's one for you. You're going to have your hands full going back, aren't you? There's one for you. There's one for you. And you. And you. Very good. And make sure. Oh, sometimes they get a little out of whack. But I bet you can fix it. You're pretty smart. Now, once we're done with these papers... Should we pray? All right. Let us pray. Lord God, you do amazing things. And we would like to be able to see them. And we would be like to be able to follow them. In this Advent season... Help us to prepare our hearts and our minds for all that you are doing in the world. And help us to be a part of it too. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And one more thing for you to carry. I know. Crazy.
Blessed are you, O Lord God, ruler of the universe. You call all nations to walk in your light and to seek your ways of justice and peace. For the night is past and the dawn of your coming is near. Bless us as we light the first candle of this wreath. Rouse us from sleep that we may be ready to greet our Lord when he comes and welcome him into our hearts and homes. For he is our light and our salvation. Blessed be God forever. Amen. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus, amen. Advent is a time of preparation. We do many types of preparation in this time of year. We decorate. We prepare our houses and our homes in a similar manner. We start doing different things, don't we? We might be surprised that there's only a few days till Christmas, and so we might be purchasing some gifts. We might go caroling. We might bake cookies. We might do a number of things to try and mark time in a different way, to try to mark the days in a different manner so that we know something different is coming. But when we look at the first reading and we look at the gospel, the things that we are to be preparing for are more than just cookies and gifts. It's a very special thing that we find ourselves preparing for. If you look at the gospel and the gospel alone, this preparation seems scary, doesn't it? The coming of the Son of Man comes suddenly. And I, the examples don't really put me at ease. The coming of the Son of Man comes, first we compare it to the flood, where no one knows what's happening, and it washes them all away. And then we compare it to a sudden taking of people, where two are working together, one will be taken away, and one will be left. We finally compare it. I'm losing my thought. Advent is so tricky. We finally compare it. Help me out. What's in the gospel? Thief in the night. There it is. We finally compare it to the thief in the night. Something that I don't want to have happen. In all three of these examples, these examples come quickly and suddenly and without warning. These examples seem scary, don't they? But then we go to the first reading. The first reading feels different, doesn't it? Here in Isaiah, when Isaiah is talking to the people already in exile, the coming of God is different here. The promises of God of what's to come is different here. These are things of hope. These are things of wonder. These are unbelievable things that come into the world and change the world the way it exists. Structures are different. The way we interact with one another is different. The world is different in Isaiah. I want you to take your bulletins and turn to the first reading. Something I like to do with the texts 
of this time of year, especially with the first reading text, the Old Testament text, is I like to look for unbelievable things. So I want you to look through this first reading, and I want you to find something that you don't think you'll see in your lifetime. I want you to look for those unbelievable things, things that you don't think you'll see in your lifetime. The mountain of the Lord's house. Yeah. It seems grand and very far away. What else? Call them out. No war. When we say no war, we probably read it like we do so much of the scripture where it's there, but it seems almost pie in the sky, doesn't it? What else? If you're like me, related to no war, or the lack of weapons, related to no war, is peace among nations. I had someone say in the first service, the thing that they feel like they might not see is that desire for people to know God. And it struck me that in my head already I am planning for my whole life to try to eke people towards God and beg people to come towards God never really expecting this sudden rush and flow of people towards God. Whatever you see in this first reading and whatever you see throughout Scripture, remember that we are a church that believes unbelievable things. That we are a church that anticipates the unbelievable actually happening. After all, Advent, as we move towards Christmas, is a celebration of a God becoming human. Unbelievable. And this human, who is also God, being one that gives up power for his people. Unbelievable. And probably the most unbelievable, this human becoming God that gives up power for God's people is one that gives his life and dies, and is resurrected. And in unbelievable fashion, we believe that we will be resurrected too. If we're able to believe in the resurrection, I pray that we are able to believe in peace. If we're able to believe in the resurrection, I pray we are able to believe in a life without war, if we're able to believe in the resurrection, I pray we are able to believe in these unbelievable things in Isaiah. And take heart. Because these unbelievable things are what the Son of Man brings. There is no need to fear an overwhelming flood 
when it's an overwhelming flood of peace. And there is no need to fear when people are quickly gathered in, when they're being quickly gathered in to God. And there is no need to fear. I lost it again. What's the third? The thief in the night. There's no need to fear the thief in the night. When the thief in the night has nothing that can be stolen from us. We are with God and in God and always belong to God. A God who does unbelievable things for God's people. The Son of Man comes to bring these things. So I want this Advent to be about preparing our hearts and our minds for the unbelievable I want this Advent about making our hearts and our minds places where we can indeed expect to see a world without war. It seems pie in the sky and ridiculous and impossible, and it is the world that God will indeed bring. And I want space in my heart and my mind to be able to believe it. I want Advent to be a place where my heart and my mind can be transformed and I can believe that there's peace between people and peace between nations. There is a desire to know God. And my heart and my mind needs a lot of preparation to get there. This Advent, I invite you to do a similar preparation. I invite you into similar reflection. I invite you to consider these unbelievable things and try to imagine, try to dream the world as it seems here and not just as it seems out there. God be with you in this Advent season. God be with you in times of preparation of your heart and your mind. God be with you if the unbelievable things still seem unbelievable. God be with you as these blessings come suddenly and overwhelmingly in the times when we least expect it. God be with you. Amen.